Welcome back to Success Hangout. Thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. Now, I know it's been a minute since I uploaded any podcast. Um, It's so good to be back. It's mainly because I have been caught up doing a few other projects um, that are looking upwards and upwards, and I'm really excited about it. But most, most importantly, I am excited to be back doing the podcast. So this is the third podcast um, that we're doing, and I'm really, truly excited to be back. Now, if you don't already follow me on social media, I would love for you to connect with me I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, on YouTube as well. So it will be great to hear from you because as I always believe, it's not just about me sharing my thoughts and ideas. It's also about hearing your feedback. And for those who are fed back past episodes, I truly, truly appreciate the time you took out to reach out to me and feedback on your thoughts. So I really, truly appreciate it. Now, the last two episodes, I've sort of um, taken my excerpts from my book and talked about it. Um, But for those who are just listening for the first time, uh, let me just introduce myself. So my name is Sean David Onomusi, as I said. I'm a published author, a serial entrepreneur. So I run a couple of businesses in Africa and in the UK, both non-profit and for-profit organizations. Uh, One of it is my bespoke shoe company, which is doing really well. And one of the things I've been focusing on, hence why I've not been able to upload any podcasts at the moment. Um, So the last two episodes, um, I took one of my recent book, uh, one of my uh, most recent book, yes, um, called Proverbs of an Inspired Yoruba Man. And the book really details my past experience um, or my my growing up experience where I was taught Yoruba proverbs. Yoruba is a language and a clan and a culture in West Africa and Western part of Nigeria to be precise. And it's a very rich culture with really powerful proverbs. And these proverbs were the things I grew up on. So I decided to compile it into a book and share my ideas and my thoughts around each proverb. So that's what we've covered over the last two episodes. And um, I've really gotten some really good f- feedback from people who have heard it. But I, the, the podcast or the success hangout is not just about my book. Neither is it just about me. Sometimes I would invite people who are doing exceptionally well in their own field or people who are just thriving to do exceptionally well in their own fields and will talk on Success Hangout because as the name uh, suggests, it's a hangout session with people who are either successful or trying to be successful on their journey to success. Um, I have this fascination about success a lot and a lot of people who know me know that I'm fascinated with the idea of success. And that fascination fascination as was made me conclude that success is not just about achievement, it's about fulfillment. So for to put it in context, if you are just listening for the first time and you're wondering what exactly is the ethos of the podcast or whenever you talk about success, what do you mean? What I mean is that success is not just something that you achieve. Yes, achievement is part of it, but you don't just achieve things to be successful. You must also live fulfilled. You must feel fulfilled to really be termed as successful. 
Now for outsiders, people can see you as successful, but to you, you probably would never admit to true success until you feel a higher level of fulfillment in what you are achieving. So that's pretty much the ethos. So I would always bring people up that would share their own opposing views sometimes or share their challenging thoughts or correlating thoughts to this ethos. So please, 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 I hope that you keep listening. And I'm, I just wanted to really take time to explain that for those who are listening. But to what we're going to talk about today... So today we are going to talk about um, something different away from my book and I've termed it um, bigger is not always better. Uh, I want to talk about size. I want to talk about the fascination of size, uh, how we've become so fascinated with size in our generation, how in this world of today, the bigger you are, the more people accord respect to you and perhaps That's why we often have a wrong idea about success. Now, whether it's in business or personal life, people have grown to only celebrate the big news, the big things. So uh, this creates a warped idea around success. I can categorically tell you, um, I see this very often when I'm speaking to people, coaching individuals, and I sit down with them and to them, they are not successful until they're big. And there's this fascination with size that I feel like it really needs to be addressed. And one of the things that prompted it or prompted me to even want to do this particular topic today was the recent news about uh, WeWork. So WeWork, um, for those who don't know WeWork, um, WeWork is a co-working uh, space or co-working organization. So they create co-hubs uh, co- uh, around um, different parts of the world where individuals and entrepreneurs can really pretty much get an office space at affordable prices. Um, and they've done exceptionally well. And there was a news, um, I think about last week or two weeks ago, where um, they floated their IPO, their initial public offering to raise money from the stock exchange. And they did absolutely well. You know, the valuation was that it's a $47 billion uh, company at the moment. And it was buzzing. The news was buzzing. However, six days into it or uh, six weeks, six days or six weeks. I can't even remember six weeks into it. So yeah. So the news breaking about the IPO was much, you know, further away was uh, last month or two months ago, but six weeks into this all IPO and being valued at $47 billion, they recently started talking about a possibility of bankruptcy. So they went from, they spiraled from a $47 billion valuation to talks of bankruptcy in just six weeks. Now, there are different factors contributing to that. You know, people have different old opinions about what's contributed to that. And there are some clear uh, facts that could contribute to that. One of it is, uh, is uh, pretty much centered around the, 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 the founder of WeWork and some of his scrupulous uh, behaviors um, that makes it questionable. But as I read the articles and I, 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 I followed the news, uh, it, it wasn't just about integrity, which I think is a pivotal part um, that, I, I, um, that caught my attention. It was 
the motive behind what he did or the possible motive behind what he did. Now, I can't say I know the clear motive, but I can categorically tell you that there's a chance that this fascination with size and scaling at a rapid pace, which we now have in the entrepreneurial space, could be a major contributing factor to why he behaved the way he behaved. So with that in mind, I thought it was key for Ross to talk about size and how bigger does not always mean better in regardless of your fascination with uh, regardless of where you are with your business i know that it is it is laudable to want to be better um we hear it a lot and i say it as well about dreaming big however dreaming big should not be at the expense of sustainability in my own view you know, you there's there's joy in building small just as much as there's joy in building big. So I don't know, maybe you are at a point in your life where you're not uh, as excited about size. Well, I've got news for you. That's a good thing. Don't feel bad for not being excited. Maybe someone's telling you to dream big and do all that stuff and you just seem okay with where you are. You're okay with running a one-man show as a business. You're okay with having just five employees and you're okay with whatever you're just doing at the moment. I want to say that that's okay. That's success just as much as the bigger organizations. It's okay for you to work on, you know, to, 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 to dream of sustainability, to work towards sustainability rather than uh, being a bigger uh, organization. So size is not a determinant to success as it were. Some people are successful at little things and that's okay. You know, I read a book uh, last month um, called Rework. Um, and if you've, if you, if you've never read that book, uh, I would highly, highly recommend that book because it, it, for me, it was an eye opener. It literally, literally transformed my thinking. It's a book by Jason Freed Fried or Freed Fried F R I E D and David, um, Heinemar Hansen. I hope I've pronounced their names well. Jason Fried and David Heinemar Hansen. And these guys really said we need to rework our thinking around organization and, and size and things like that. And I thought this was so powerful. You know, they own a software company and, you know, their software company, they've refused to get bigger. In fact, there are some attributes in their software. There's some things in their software they've refused to add. They've refused to add some new features to their software because they don't want to be big. They want to stay the size that they are. They want to stay profitable. You know, profitability is much more important than size. You know, I know we hear the stories of Amazon and we're excited about what they're doing with their business and we feel like, oh yeah, that's a great thing. That's such a laudable idea. And we probably we probably um we probably spend a lot of time reading on how did Amazon become so big and things like that. But this rework book was saying, listen guys, it's okay for you to have a couple of people running your business, and that's okay. You don't have to scale. Because scaling is not always as good as 
people make it out to be. Bigger does not always seem to be okay, or it bigger does not always mean that it's better as people think or make us believe. So yeah, I mean, let's just look at it practically. A few reasons why bigger is not always better. Let's look at the fact that um, smaller tends to last longer. Smaller organizations tend to last longer. Have you seen organizations who have been around for 100 and something years, 500 years, and they have remained smaller compared to some other companies? They're not always the biggest. You know, the biggest companies are not always the ones that have been in the business in business for the longest. Some organizations have stayed relatively small. Now, when I say small, small, small could be relative to you because um, small to them might be 300 people working for them and a, 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 a capitalization of maybe what, $4 billion or $3 billion. But you know, that's relative to someone who is $47 billion or a hundred and something billion dollars. So small uh, size is relative, but my point stays the same. It do, You don't have to be the biggest to be the most, um, the most, uh, the, the best in the market. Sometimes you can just be the size that you choose to be. So smaller doesn't always last longer. Another reason is because you see the quicker you grow, Um, the less you're able to successfully move fast and break things. And in an agile world of business where it is important to stay agile when you're doing anything, whether you're coming up with a project or releasing a product, you must be agile. You know, you have to be able to break fast and learn fast and move on with the idea. When you're bigger, you don't always have that luxury. The bigger you get, the more bureaucracy, the more complexity and very unnecessary complexities. You know, by staying small, you can avoid the perils of bureaucracy and you can retain the control of your company as a business owner. So because when traditional large companies have a problem, they have to hire more people and build more complex infrastructures to support more employees, more red tapes and more research and Everything is just getting multiplied and multiplied and multiplied. And then you also have demands from the investors who are saying, you know what, deliver, we need shareholder um, returns. And you get all those pressure. All of that coupled together is a very, very tough space to be as a big organization. So sometimes being smaller is the best option for you. You can also look at it this way. When you're smaller, you can be more selective with your customers. You can be more selective with your projects. There's certain investments you wouldn't need to make because you are not trying to appeal to uh, uh, another market that is not within your market. When you're smaller, you're able to target niche uh, um, niche um, markets and therefore spend less on projects, spend less on marketing, spend less on trying to get um, in front of the customer. So when you choose to stay small, you have more freedom and flexi- flexibility over your work. You can be more selective about the type of customers that you work with. 
So it's very, very important. And I think the last one, but most importantly for me personally and to a lot of people that I, um, have have transitioned away from this big mindset to, you know what, sustainability is more important, is that you have in you you get the opportunity to enjoy more time with friends and family you get time to your to yourself to do those things that really matter to you you know um happiness is very very important and we must design um happiness on purpose we must be purposeful about how we design our own happiness as individuals we must determine that and that's my 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 new drive if you would put it that way is to really get people to move away from just um being uh popular or being materialistic or being um the biggest uh, if it's going to cost them their happiness and i'm seeing more people losing their happiness losing the sense of fulfillment that they deserve at the cost of chasing this goal of being the biggest thing that has happened to some industry so this drive has made me say to myself on a regular basis shall spend more time thinking about how to build sustainable organizations spend more time building structures for people that help them that that would help them be to have more time for the things that they really care about so if you are not big and you're small guess what you probably have more time on your hand to do those things that you care about so bigger is not always better because there's always a sacrifice somewhere there's there's an opportunity cost somewhere and I felt like, you know, it was, it's something that we need to talk about quite often. And that's pretty much what I wanted to share today, because my thoughts around this um, is that we must always set goals that are in alignment with fulfillment, with happiness, with freedom, with our higher self. Those are the things that are most important. You can build organizations, you can build the biggest organizations, you can do all these things and get all the awards that you want and that you feel you deserve. But what is it costing you? If it costs you much more than your happiness, it's too much. If it costs you your happiness, it is too much. If it costs you your happiness, it costs too much and you can't afford that. So bigger is not always better. Bigger is not always the way that you should go. So I hope somehow, some way, um, you've, you, you're starting to think about the possibility, um, uh, the possibilities that are available when you are not trapped in this bigger and bigger mindset. And I'm speaking to the young entrepreneur. I'm talking to the startup companies. I'm saying, guys, spend time really sitting down and aligning yourself with what you want to be what you where you see yourself in the number of years the things that bring you that brings you happiness and don't spend all your years trying to be bigger because bigger is not always better and as we've seen in the case of we work and 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 i hope that they scale through i really hope that they that they move past their current fiasco but you know bigger is not always better especially 
if it's going to cost you your happiness. And in the case of the founder of WeWork, if it's going to cost your integrity, your reputation, you really don't want to get trapped in that world. That's all I've got to share today. I I hope you've learned something. I'm, I'm sure you've learned something. So I want to hear back from you. Just connect with me on social media. As I mentioned, I really want to hear from you. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. And I should be back very soon. And I look forward to hearing from you. Bye for now.